Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about acceptance. It's a kind of a loaded word, but it's an important word to have with you as you are healing, as you are coming out of high stress and anxiety. Acceptance is key. And so today we're talking about acceptance as acknowledgement of what is when your anxiety is rising in particular. So I I have a, a lot of little points here that I want to cover and then some, uh, you know, four things that you can do to help you to accept. But let's look at acceptance first, right? Because we use the word a lot. Like I do get questions about it. I get people talking about it in a way that I'm like, oh, that's an interesting way to look at acceptance. So I would like to just review some ideas about acceptance. It's really a very practical way to be able to get through what is happening to us. So it's not lofty at all. Acceptance is very practical. One of my favorite quotes that people have, or I guess you could call them a little mantra, actually, is people say, I don't care. And I know that goes over in our group, and I have many people in my coaching that like that one. I don't care. You get to a point when your anxiety is rising, the stress is rising, and you just you just say, you know, I don't care. I, I just don't care. So try that one on. Really, you don't have to be involved in everything, every feeling, every emotion. So maybe you can just let it go. You don't have to care about it. Clients often have a preconceived notion about what acceptance means, and it's not always right on. We have to have a conversation about it because sometimes people take acceptance as actually acceptance of your anxiety. This is what we're talking about specifically today as a way of actually just surrendering to it, giving into it, going totally down the wormhole with it, and that it will always be like this forever. I have to just get that. It's just going to be like this forever. No, that is not what acceptance is. When we are accepting, and especially around our anxiety uh, rising, we are accepting the moment. This is happening. Acceptance is a term that just gets thrown around, and we often don't dig deep into it enough, and we have our maybe an old preconceived notion about it. So, you know, hear me out here today and see if this helps you with your ability to be able to accept. Because if I thought acceptance meant that I have to feel like that forever, I wouldn't want to do it either. But it, that is not what acceptance means. Because if if that's what we thought, 
uh, that acceptance meant this is how it's going to be forever. I'm always going to feel like this. I'm just going belly up. No, when if I were to hear about that and anybody who would, you would just automatically shut down. Why not? That doesn't feel like there is any possibility. So I'd like you to substitute the word allowing or allowance to help with uh, if you have a struggle with the association with the term acceptance. Say, allow. I'm allowing what is happening because the reality is it's happening. And so you are just being in the flow of life. It doesn't mean it will be like that forever. And you don't need to change how you feel about the anxiety symptoms themselves. You don't have to like them. You don't have to want more of them. But acceptance means that you are not fighting those symptoms and sensations. You are, let's use the substitute word, allowing them. If your heart rate is beating faster or harder, if that's something that that really triggers you, you can just allow it rather than fighting it. When we fight, we shut down, we clench down, we send out more stress hormones. So don't fight it, just allow it, just be with it. It's okay. Now, panic attacks and high anxiety does not feel good. And I want to be clear that acceptance doesn't mean that they will feel better. It's just that we mean that we are allowing it to happen. And in the allowing, we are able to not fight. We are able to get out of our sympathetic response, our fight or flight response. And that's the point, is to be able to just get out of the fight or flight response, let the hormones finally slow down and peter out, and then we can be over that panic attack if it was. Of course, it doesn't feel good. And allowing it actually makes the duration of the panic attack shorter because you're not fighting it. The more you fight it, the more you ramp up the shallow breathing and raging hormones of stress, the longer it continues. When we can interrupt that with acceptance, the shorter the panic attack will be. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. 
OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So you would not jump into action if your body didn't feel the discomfort of a panic attack, right? But your acceptance can make the panic event seem uncomfortable instead of dangerous, right? So you feel the discomfort and you don't have to go into danger with that. Acceptance can make the panic feelings or the high anxiety when it's surging and rising, it can make it feel just uncomfortable instead of danger. And if we can just feel uncomfortable instead of that we are in danger, we can avoid going down the wormhole. Again, like I said in the beginning, this doesn't mean it feels better. It just means that we are able to shorten it and we come to terms with things being uncomfortable instead of dangerous. It's like we can say, I can sit with it right now and I believe it's going to be okay because you've been through them before and they were always okay afterwards. So remember that. Acceptance is acknowledging the reality of a situation, not what our anxious mind is telling us. When anxiety panic strikes and you react with fear, you are telling your body that it's okay to have more fight or flight response and continue the cycle of fear, anxiety, fear. Accepting anxious thoughts as a response and the horrible cycle of the fear, anxiety, fear can help us to slow that down and to have it end sooner. And we begin to feel comfortable with that, knowing next time, oh, I know what to do. I don't have to have that panic attack go on forever. Because when we're in panic, we think it will last forever. So acceptance is allowing what is happening to happen. And this is when the fear feedback loop stops. It doesn't mean we're giving up. It is letting go of the fight with the anxiety and the fear. What you're doing is getting comfortable with the discomfort. Now let's continue on with our acceptance today. I have some ideas here for you to like really get practical application in your life of acceptance. The first one I have for you is I want you to ask yourself, when you're having a really anxious thought of worry, right, of what if, is this a thought that would come to me as I was sitting around watching a comedy movie at home? Probably not. Ask yourself, do we trust our thoughts? Do I trust my thoughts? Should we trust every thought that passes through our head? During episodes of anxiety, thoughts can become less trustworthy and they can become self-destructive. I want you to build an awareness of what your thoughts are. Start to ask yourself in a relaxed situation, is this something you would think? 
Like I said, if you were sitting at home watching a comedy, would you have that thought? Probably not. Do you think such negative thoughts during the rest of the day or only during this anxiety and high stress time? Now, this is a really good one for you because I know that many people report to me they're going through their whole day doing their usual things. They are not having these thoughts. It's only a particular time when the mind begins to wander off into the what ifs. And so ask yourself, do I trust my thoughts? And when I'm getting really high anxiety and high stress, I'm thinking all kinds of wacky things. And believe me, everyone, I have the privy of hearing people's stressful, anxious thoughts. Yours are not any more wild than anybody else's. Believe me, the mind can go to the strangest places. Just know that your thoughts are not who you are, and just because you have a thought, it doesn't make it true. The second one I have is to take anxiety along with you. Make anxiety come with you as your buddy, or as like your your charge. You're taking care of this this little anxious thing, and it has to come along with you. Take anxiety with you throughout the day. Let it be with you. The anxiety will hang out with you even at home, so you might as well take it with you when you're out in the world. Allow the anxiety to be there. Don't push it away. Stop fighting it. Allow the anxiety to just dissipate. The less attention we give it, although we acknowledge it, but we're not feeding it lots of attention, it will begin to dissipate. Give it a try as a practice. Take baby steps. Go to an outdoor restaurant. Take anxiety with you. Go to a friend's house. Take anxiety with you. You don't have to go to your worst fear immediately. If you have a big fear of a particular place or gathering, you don't have to try it and take it along with you to that one first. Take a couple baby steps, like I said, and go to a friend's house with anxiety tagging along. The third one is a mindfulness practice like meditation is super helpful. There's a reason I talk about it all the time. Trust me. Trust the articles that I talk about here on the show. Mindfulness meditation will help you to cultivate awareness and provide you with insight into your anxiety and cultivate the ability to employ acceptance techniques. But you need to get quiet and mindful, and we do that in meditation. This helps us so that we can have the ability to do the acceptance techniques help break the cyclical thinking that includes anxiety, fear, panic cycle. Being in meditation in a mindfulness uh, meditation practice can really help you to break that cycle. Allowance and acceptance stimulate the opposing force to the fight or flight response. It becomes more natural to incorporate this over time with practice, but it is the opposing force to the anxiety and panic. So I want you to do that more and more. If you don't have a daily meditation practice, this is your heads up to get it started. 
And the fourth and final one that I have for you is to have a mantra of acceptance. Remember I said earlier, some clients and group members uh, use the term, I don't care. I don't care. Like when a particular what if thought goes through, it's like, I don't care. That is a mantra of acceptance, okay? The mind associates songs and music with past events in our lives, right? The same with a mantra. And you will yoke the mantra with acceptance and allowance. And that will help you to deploy the acceptance and allowance technique by reciting a mantra. Also, to get to your most relaxed place in your day, meditation, get there, and then recite the mantra. And you will associate the mantra with the most deep moment of relaxation you experience in your day. And it will help to calm you during the high anxiety moments when you remember your mantra and recite it. So we practice it when we are in our most relaxed and deep mindful moment, which should be in your meditation probably. And we practice it there. We bring the mantra up and say it over and over. And then when we are out in the world or in our day or having a struggle at home and our anxiety begins to rise, we can bring that mantra up. And because we have yoked the relaxed feeling with the mantra, when you recite the mantra, you will eventually be able to also feel that relaxed feeling. It takes practice. Again, it doesn't happen the first week you do it. You have to do this well over time, but I promise you it makes a huge difference. I hope you will try that out, and I'd love to hear what your mantras are. I am safe. Be well. All is well. Peace. Some people use a short prayer, whatever. I would love if you wanted to share yours. I would love for you to do that. You could send it to me at anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote. The moment that judgment stops through acceptance of what is, you are free of the mind. You have made room for love, for joy for peace. And that's from Eckhart Tolle. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.